Hello, and welcome to Here's What I Was Thinking About thinking While You about, Were Talking. While You Were Talking. The show where we talk and think and think about what we were talking about and talk about what we were thinking about. My name is Brian, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, my educated co-hosts, Sabrina. Hi. And Aaron. Hello. I feel like I should have said it in a different language or something. Yeah. Hola. To show how educated I am. Yeah. It's too late now. You, you are pretty again? educated. Nah. <laughs> Sabrina. I'm like a regular. I don't know. Am I that educated? Well, you're good mm. at Spanish, and I, that's pretty cool. You're pretty educated. You have a... I'm like you know, fairly educated. You've gone through... I've been to school. University. Mm-hmm. That's a level of education that you've achieved. She can speak I'm just Spanish gonna... and read music. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I can read music. Uh, I'm just going to put a Spanish disclaimer. Speak music? That too. <laughs> hmm. Sometimes. Mm. Um, I'm gonna just put a disclaimer that I'm sitting next to a dog. Okay. Um, so just in case something happens. I'm not sitting <laughs> next to any dogs. Are you sitting next to a cat? Nope. Aaron, okay. any dogs? No, I'm lonely. No dogs. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, if we hear any barking, um, we'll know who to blame. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, should we should we dive right into it? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. It's been a but while. It has been a while. So, uh, yeah. Disclaimer: We don't remember how to podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, doesn't take long. But to forget. Uh, I believe uh, we're going to start with Sabrina today. I think we just decided that based on nothing. But yep, yep. I'll start. Um, cool. So here I go. So um, this topic. Uh, was uh, I got it from a uh, an e-newsletter that I get from Trivia Mafia, which is a Minneapolis-based uh, trivia company, and they send out these cool fun facts and things um, every weekday. And this is from a couple weeks ago, so here I go. I'll just read this whole paragraph. Let's hear it. NASA's lawyers halted an auction of moon dust and very old dead cockroaches who had been fed moon dust, saying they belonged to the federal government. The researcher who had them, University of Minnesota scientist Dr. Marion Brooks, passed away in 2007, at which point her daughter sold the, again I must emphasize, dead bugs from the 60s to an unknown buyer. Dr. Brooks concluded the cockroaches suffered no ill effects from eating moon dust, which was intended to check if the moon was toxic. Seems like the moon's not toxic, at least to cockroaches. What the heck? What? <laughs> Hang on. You had me at really Can old you... cockroaches. That's all I want to say. Lots of you lots to me, unpack like, here. Really early on in that. Oh, really? I yep. surprisingly didn't so, get lost. So like, basically, someone is in possession of dead cockroaches who had been fed dust from the actual moon. Yeah. And the lawyers at NASA were like, no. Actually, uh, that belongs to those belong to the government because they have moon dust in them. Okay, but when 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 did they feed the moon dust to the cockroaches? In the 1960s, a scientist did who didn't. A work scientist for NASA? did. After we went to the moon, they brought back moon dust, and the scientist 
got her hands on some and was like, I need it for this experiment to see if moon dust is toxic. Yeah. It seems the- like you could just see what was in the moon dust and then know, right? Maybe. I mean, maybe back then they- Look at it under a microscope. They didn't have microscopes or something. I, I think know. they did. <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> so the gov- U.S. government is basically claiming that they own the moon, right? Yes. Well, they own like the samples that they got from the moon because they are the ones who went to the moon and got them. Does that give you ownership? I mean, dirt, basically. But how did, I guess my question is how did it it. get into someone else's hands? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Like they stole it, like, uh, did they steal it? Did someone smuggle it out? Like Nick Cage style? I just want to fact check, uh, that the first microscope was created in 1590. So I'm pretty sure they had microscopes. <laughs> just wanted to quickly Google that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how did they get the old ass cockroaches from the government? And why do these cockroaches still exist? This why is very like... movie like. Because I think someone was like, these are special cockroaches. Yeah, they definitely are. They're, they want to observe how they react after eating but they're already dust. D- they're already they, dead. They've already solved okay. the experiment. So right? here's okay, that part of it. Okay, here's the thing. This is an AP news article. Um she she did the experiment in 1969 and then she never returned them the, again, the dead cockroaches or maybe the alive cockroaches. No, the dead cockroaches. Um she never returned them to NASA, which I guess technically she, she was supposed to check do. Check out the cockroaches from the NASA library. Overdue. Yeah, or the moon dust or whatever. Um she displayed them at her home, which, like, if you're an entomologist, like, you're probably into that, right? Sure. Here are my moon dust cockroaches, that, yeah. like, pinned in, like, one of those little diorama frames. But, but what you're saying is here are the cockroaches that were not affected by moon dust in any way, right? But they still have moon dust in them, So right? Like, Or do they? Maybe they pooped it out. Is that any different what do you than know just about, being, like, here's a cockroach that has What do you know about cockroaches' digestive tracts? nothing but like like it'd be interesting if you were like here are the cockroaches that i killed by feeding moon dust right or like yeah here are my cockroaches that i fed moon dust to I and think, now they're immortal i think but it's just cool. like no i think it's cool either way it's very cool either way it's not only a cool moon dust in them especially in the 60s oh my god oh my god are you kidding well like a de- everything when, is space yeah. Amazing. Wouldn't it be cooler to be like, here's my moon dust I mean, that sure. you can look at? Sure. And then also over here is my cockroach. But but, but that was not the agreement. But now the you origi- can't see you know, the moon dust. The agreement was to give her enough to feed the cockroaches. Anyone could say, you, here are my cockroaches with moon you, dust in them. Well, I guess you'd think that. that, why would you return the cockroaches to NASA? Because yeah, th- you fed it to them. They ate it. Like, it's, yeah, it's no dust. longer moon dust. It's been... Yeah. It's been um, it's digested. Been. Yeah, after you eat food, that food isn't that it's food anymore. Been. Right, like you wouldn't. I don't know. I can't like think if of I a come good over example to your except house, for the exact same thing. If I like, come over to your house, take, and Brian, this is such an odd take. Just want to say that, like a highly controlled substance, basically. Oh, this is like if I come over to your house and you feed me food, and then after I die, you're like, I get your body because. You ate a sandwich that I owned at one point. But like the difference is it's a highly controlled substance, moon dust. But it's also just dust and doesn't matter. Yeah, but like it matters to people in the 1960s because it was moon dust. I guess so. It matters to me. It's different. 
I just think um, a dead cockroach that wasn't affected at all by moon dust is not that interesting as like an artifact of moon dust. Yeah, it's like pretty removed. Here's here's my cockroaches from the moon. that the moon did yeah. not kill. But like if you're again, if you're an entomologist, you'd probably be like, hell yeah, these are my displayed cockroaches. Mm-hmm. Sure. But like any if you're an entomologist, any cockroach might be interesting. Right? Sure. What? Sorry. If you're an entomologist, you just like cockroaches. You probably Yeah, full stop. Mm-hmm. Love them. Like what if I fed what if I had some cockroaches and I just fed them normal dust and nothing happened? And then I was like, here are my dust cockroaches. Yeah. I mean it's kind of funny because it's just like straight up animal testing, right? Like what if you fed it oh, to yeah. bunnies and they died? Yeah. Or what if like I brought sand back from a vacation? Like so let's say I went to Australia and I brought some mm-hmm. sand back from a beach and I fed that did to cockroaches. Did you do cockroaches. that? Did you go to Bondi no, Beach? I did not go to a beach and I did not bring it. Well, I did go to a beach, but like not that not that not that kind of beach. Okay. <laughs> more I of went, a more of a Seattle type beach. More no, like a scenic beach. Like, okay. Like a beach where you go and you look at the ocean and you're like, holy shit, that's a great ocean. They should name a road after it. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, stuff like that. Um and there was sand, but I didn't take any. And 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 then if you guys came over to my house and I was like, hey, here are my cockroaches that I, I fed Great Ocean Road sand to and nothing happened to them. And then a couple of years later, they died. Would you be like, oh, cool. That's a great um, that's a great souvenir of your Australia trip. Or would you be like, OK? Yeah, I would be like, who cares? Yeah. But she's like, you know, a scientist that was commissioned this study from NASA. So, again, it's a little yeah. bit different. I think it's I cool. But all, like, cool yeah. friend, what a weird way to take some sand home. But <laughs> Like I'd it. be like, you know what? I do. I have. I'd rather sand. see the sand than the cockroach <laughs> that ate the sand and well, nothing happened. Well, you can bring back to both. Her. Totally. I have um, I have sand that a coworker gave me from Okinawa, and Ooh. it's like star shaped. <gasps> yeah, because it's like fossils. Cool. And if you That's fed that cool to sand. a cockroach, that sand would get like ten times less interesting. Okay, we got to yeah, move on from this. True. I'm about to get mad at Brian. <laughs> <laughs> We're not liking the cockroach. Okay, sand. but like. Uh, so like this, this these cockroaches were just in her house, yeah, displayed, and then she died, and then her daughter sold them, oh, and shit. Na- and then whoever bought them put them up for sale, and they were expected to go for like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, they're just old too. It's cool. Oh, you know what though? They're okay, there's also a vial. You guys, oh. there's also a vial of moon dust that like comes with the package. See, I knew it. So like okay. that's I knew the real draw. Moon dust somewhere. I knew it. it had to be. Pure moon dust. Okay. Here's here's the but quote from NASA. Things. If I put that I in my apartment oh, wait, here's on the, the shelf, I'd put next to uh, to it like a fancy. I think sign this is the. This is please yeah, do not. Yeah, the store. moon dust. The moon dust is interesting. The dead <laughs> the cockroaches are just dead yeah. cockroaches. They're gross. Your own opinion. No, the dead cockroaches are only as interesting as how interesting you think dead cockroaches are. Okay, keep going, Sabrina. Um, let me just read this little like statement from nasa all apollo samples as stipulated in this collection of items belong to nasa and no person university or other entity has ever been given permission to keep them after analysis destruction or other use for any purpose especially for sale or individual display so like the scientist kind of fucked up in the first place right yeah she kept it and she wasn't supposed to (laughs) the the moon dust vial makes more sense just 
trying to get back the cockroaches being like whatever digestion process happened to that dust it's still our dust it's like yeah okay and they're like there's some like slide there's like experiment paraphernalia like nasa needs to go it's a whole kit collect all of the poop those cockroaches ever pooped right yeah that's NASA's, like how that's yeah NASA's she she must have poop. monitored them like for the rest of their life right if if she had kept all the poop and was like this is the cockroaches and their poop then it would be interesting well especially if the poop is like different in any way dusty dusty poop <laughs> she found no evidence that the moon material was toxic or caused any other ill effects in the insects according to the article but what if it gave them non-ill effects what if it what if it made gave them, them superpowers <laughs> what if they were just like super happy cockroaches and we'll never know what if it, that eating yeah. moon dust just like makes you just perfectly happy yeah it makes you high with like it's like a what if it turns out that moon dust is like the perfect drug that's non-addictive just like gets you high and makes you feel amazing yeah. with no side effects at all yeah but again like you can just put moon dust under a microscope and you know exactly what's in it and then you're like well these things cause these things and but it's all like stuff you, we already know about but you don't know because it's from the moon you think and, it's stuff we don't already know about well I like guess new elements and shit that would be the theory of why you do the tests but i think we would have figured that out by now probably although maybe we did and i forgot you know Maybe. Do you remember us ever finding new elements from the moon? No, I don't think so. I think we knew about lots of elements before we moved. Yeah. I I also think it's funny. Like I'm picturing her daughter just like selling it at like a garage sale. Dead moon cockroach. <laughs> so yeah. lucky to find that. Yeah. For like two dollars. Yeah, two dollars. Ugly, gross. Take it, please. The moon dust, though. Yeah. Now they have to work something out with NASA. Now they got to figure it out. You gotta it's a very, it like, up. I could definitely see an X-Files episode where, like, someone comes to Mulder with the cockroaches and is like, these cockroaches were fed moon dust and it did something ridiculous and then the government comes like chasing him down trying to get the cockroaches back and he has to go on the run and then give them to the lone gunman <laughs> to hide them and stuff and yeah you know you know there's a lot of there's a lot of insect like special insects in the x-files there's like trees that do stuff and oh. other stuff Okay. It made me think of Men in Black. I feel like there's a couple of bugs. There's like the gross bug guy. There is the bug guy in Men in Black. Yeah. That's a little more cockroachy. He's like a giant, one big giant cockroach, right? But I feel like government insects makes me think of X-Files. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that's That was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Trivia Mafia, for yeah. alerting me. Aaron enjoyed that like a crazy person. I think they're cool. And I think it's cool. I think a lot of stuff's cool though. Pretty easily cool, well, cooled out. You can go to the Dead Cockroach Museum and look at them. Maybe I will. <laughs> well, 
my uh I hope NASA takes them and puts the cockroaches in the like Air and Space Museum in DC. That would be great. Oh, I thought you were saying Air and Space Museum, but you're saying Air and Space Museum. Yeah, have a space museum. Amazing. The Air and Space Museum. <laughs> that would be a great museum. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, what do you nice. have for us, Brian? I think you are second. Yeah, so I have a short topic, I think. It's pretty short. Um, this is something that I've been holding on to for a while because I wanted to bring it up in one of our half episodes. But um, we've just, you know, got too much good feedback it's true. from our wonderful listeners. And so I haven't haven't got around to it. So I figured I'd just share it. And this goes back to, if you recall, a conversation we had some many moons ago about uh, dropping your phone in a porta potty. Oh man! Do you remember that conversation? Well, yes, yes, and I remember like, the event. Would you get it? You remember the event? Because I did it. It happened. I got my phone in porta potty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think my position was I would buy a new phone instead of getting the phone out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was a news story from earlier this year about a woman, a California woman, who fell in to um Oh my god. Not a porta potty, but uh it was like one of those it was like it was Mount Walker. I don't know exactly where that is, but you know at parks they have those like toilets that are just holes in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It was like one of those sort of national park toilets. Wait, we talked about this though, um, right? Or was this the one in, we talked about the one in Washington state. This was in Washington, but this was in April of this year. I thought we talked about it. Um, I'm pretty sure we did. Am I crazy? I don't Are remember you? this. I don't no. think we talked about this. Did you talk about this with someone else? Um, I don't think so. I mean, definitely I did. I talked about it with multiple people, but I remember you talking about it. And no, remember the firefighters had to come? Yeah, the firefighters had to come, but we didn't talk about it. I think we did. Wait, you don't remember? Sabrina? Oh, man, my brain's all fucked up, you guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did because I, <laughs> I remember. Oh, man, I heard it in your voice, though, Brian. And you brought it well, up. Maybe. And I was like. No. Yes, I read this article too. Because yeah. I saw this and I was like, I'm going to bring this up on the podcast because we had talked about this a long time ago. And then I put it in my in my pocket for things to bring up. And then man, we didn't. How do we figure this out? You think, you think since April, sometime in April, May or June, we talked about this? Yeah, I think so. I think you talked about it with someone else. I mean, I definitely talked about it with multiple people because it's, yeah, very relevant to me. I remember she, well, I don't want to ruin it because you're about to tell it, but okay, keep going. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my brain broken. (laughs) Maybe I had a dream about it. (laughs) That would be so fun. Simulation. Okay, go ahead, Brian. I'm like, I'm very positive that I didn't talk about it. I think it deserves me talking about twice, even if you did. Yeah, Maybe. Um, so it was at Mount Walker, right? And she dropped her phone in 
dropped it down into the vault. I guess they're called vault toilets, um, which is where you poop into a vault in the ground. <laughs> um, so then she disassembled the toilet seat and then used dog leashes to try to retrieve the phone. That didn't work. So then she used the leashes to try to tie herself to something and then reach the phone herself. And that failed and she fell in head first. Oh my God. And um, she was alone, attempted to escape the vault for 10 to 15 minutes, but wasn't able to get out. But she did have her phone now. And so she called 911 and then the fire department showed up and um, pulled her out. So gross, man. And then she was washed down. It's such a nightmare. And she was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention. It says, here's the quote, (laughs) was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she only wanted to leave. (laughs) She's probably so embarrassed. Yeah, we'll take a shower and then go to the urgent care. Yeah. And the uh, fire chief or whatever guy said, that was pretty unique. Yeah, I bet. I've been doing this for 40 years, and that was a first. How embarrassing. You guys, I'm reading about vault toilets, and this says, the toilets meet all ADA regulations for toilets and user comfort. They are odorless, except when a strong wind is unavailable. (laughs) Mm, Odorless seems extreme. Yeah. I think it's more like odorless. Park toilets? Park toilets are nasty. They are, yeah. Yeah, they smell bad, and then there's always, like, flies and stuff. Yeah, and, like, and about the wind. The U.S. Forest Service would later call vault toilets a sweet-smelling toilet because of its, avail- its ability to maintain a stench-free facility. I mean, I feel like they're being pretty... I'm looking for, like, a diagram. So whatever... Extreme. Hyper- whatever is... Hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, probably whatever they were doing before vault toilets maybe smelled really bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's waterless. I feel like, yeah, the water probably makes it smellier. But. I feel like every one I've been in has smelled pretty much like poo. <laughs> Bad. Which I would not describe as an odorless odor. Regarding the like wind thing, the breeze, I do, is it, are the vault toilets the ones that like if you sit on, you can kind of like feel air coming up through them? Or, or is the vault part like completely like airtight? Because... I feel like I've sat on some sort of camp or like trailhead toilets and it's like the wind, you know, tickles your butt cheeks. And I'm like, I do not like this because this wind is like poop wind. Other people's poop wind. Yeah. And I do not like that. Other people's poop wind. It's disgusting. It's not clean wind. I think I've, I don't think I've ever sat on one or sat on it enough times to have had that memory. Okay. I found a diagram. So basically like it, it goes down through this little pipe into the this like underground sealed well not fully sealed right sealed mostly except for the holes um like chamber underneath that's like concrete and then there's a vent pipe outside that's like a little chimney chamber of secrets (laughs) these are my secrets more like chamber of secretions yeah. Yes. Wow, you did it. I did it. Good job, Aaron. Thank you. 
Yeah, so that there so there's like a little chimney where the where the smells go, where the gases go oh, okay. outside. And it's like it's like a tall chimney. It's like a like a 9-foot chimney or something. Interesting. I had no idea. So don't sniff the chimney. Ugh, gross. I won't. I'm glad to know that though. Well, yeah. yeah, pretty gross. Thanks for sharing, Brian. It does give me flashbacks. Um, I say if there's but listeners out there the... who say that we've talked about this before, let me know or let me know if I'm going crazy because I am curious. Yeah, Aaron, with your situation, it was a porta potty, right? Correct. So it was like a And that's trough. easier to get into? Yes. So it was like, I didn't realize, you know, speaking about diagrams, I didn't really know how porta potties worked. But if you remember my story... It was more of a trough style that you, um, that you pooped into, like it or or peed into, and it was like a very, pretty shallow. Like I would say, maybe six inches of water. I can't really remember. Um, and it was much easier, yeah, to like fish around in. <laughs> I definitely didn't have to like, yeah, use a leash or get my entire body in. To... I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have. Uh, well, I mean, she fell in, so I guess I would have tried a leash thing. To be honest, oh. you would have tried to harness yourself and reach in. No, no, no. I just would have tried to like. Did you say she okay, tried to how, fish it out with a leash? Like how? Oh yeah, she, she how tried is to it fish so, it out with. How is that first, supposed yeah. to work? I guess like the loop end. Get the loop around the phone and it just magically holds it. No, somehow. you like that seems no, like silly. a one percent chance it. it would work. I know how to do it. So you know how like the the <laughs> no silly, I can picture it. So you know the, like the metal thing that hooks on the dog's collar. You yeah. Wrap that close or like on the leash itself, and it's like kind of like a slip knot situation, right? Yeah. So when you lower it down, and then if you wrap it around something, and then give it a tug, give it tension, then it like it uh, grips. Yeah. It. But I mean, that's it'd be very hard. It'd be very difficult. You'd have to get it around the phone. It's like the claw machine, then, but like... Yeah, but way worse. Worse. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to first get that... So you'd have to get that loop around the phone, which is like the phone is probably in poop, right? Right. <laughs> like it's not just sitting on there. It probably has fallen like an It kind of splatted and yeah. like... Well, there's a lot of TP. It could kind of sit on top, to be fair. Maybe. Yeah, true. There's a chance. But you'd have to get the loop around the phone without the loop like closing it's from true. the action of you like moving it around. And then you'd have to tighten the loop without the phone falling out. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to like you wouldn't be able to get it fully tight because you can only pull on one end of the little slip knot. Yeah, but it'd be hard, but like, hey, not impossible, but pretty difficult. Yeah, I mean there's probably better ways. Get like a bucket or something and lower down a bucket and oh. scoop out the phone and a bunch of poop. Yeah. Yeah, just a full on bucket. I mean, pretty much anything is better than falling in. She right? probably didn't have a bucket, you know what I mean? I'm thinking about all the stuff you'd take like hiking that would be in your car. Yeah. But yeah. But you might not be the only person there, right? And I don't know. In my experience, people do not want to help you. But I guess they would give you a bucket before they got in into the situation with you. Yeah. Anybody like, hey. got a bucket? And then, and then she took the toilet apart to get in, which is also impressive, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. It's all weird, man. I guess I think I, I would have called first and been like, are you guys emptying this soon? But yeah, maybe she something. just wasn't there yet, you know? Maybe that was her next. an important call, call to you make. Can't, you can't call without your phone. Oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> she can't. 
can't call because her phone's in the pooper. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, man, she was in there for 10 to 15 minutes. Ugh. That's the other. That's a long time. Dude, what if her phone like no longer works? That's never mind. I'm not even going to go down that road of like, what if she got stuck for longer? <laughs> Someone would come in to go to the bathroom hey. and she'd be like, I'm down here. No, 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 no. Wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. Before you go. Uh, <laughs> she is, is now a toilet gremlin. Yeah. God, that'd be horrible. Anyway. Anywho. That's enough of this, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But <laughs> thanks for sharing. I'm also like looking at these looking at these diagrams. I'm like, isn't it just like a skinny little tube? Like, how did she get stuck? But it's fine. I'm sure there's different models. And yeah, you're right. We can stop talking. It's an older <laughs> model of vault toilet you're looking at. It was an old woman who lived in a poo. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, speaking. I guess it would be lived in a loo. Oh, that's good. Right, that's Aaron, good. Your turn. Lived in a loo is good. Plus uh, alliteration. Uh, speaking of delicious things. Mm, yeah. Nope. This isn't a good segue. Um, today, July 13th, is National French Fry Day. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah is hell right. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to tell y'all about like who's giving away free French fries today, and oh, shit. who is um, and like a little some like fun facts about French fries because I don't know about you, but fries are like one of my favorite foods, like top ten, maybe even top oh. five. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so McDonald's and Big Surprise, right? The king of fries is giving away free large french fries today with no purchase necessary, but you do have to order through wow. the app, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. Yeah, that makes sense though. But Wendy's is uh, one-upping them and doing a whole week of free fries with purchases, I believe, um, through the app. It's not really one-upping, it's just... You're okay. right, it's just like more days. And you're right, because it's with a purchase, so maybe it's not one-upping, it's like equal. Equal, but like if you're gonna go all the way to Wendy's, you're gonna get a burger or frosty or whatever. It's true, that's what they're counting on. It's so yeah. true. I love Wendy's, um, one of my faves. So let's uh, let's just like go over some fun facts about fries. Wait, what about Burger King? I don't think, yeah, is that it? It's just I the think two, so, according to this one article okay. I read. Oh man, I think Burger King's fries are really good. Hmm, I don't know if I, I don't know. When have, when have you had them recently? <sighs> I probably had them like last summer. I had them yesterday. Wow, so, what a coincidence. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the kind that are like kind of breaded. They're not breaded. breaded. I mean, they're not breaded, but they're kind of like thick. They're a little thicker cut than McDonald's. Mm. They're like a floppy fry. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, they're we all like our own kinds of fries. I don't remember particularly liking Burger King, but I haven't been to Burger King in a long time. Gotta be honest. Well, yeah. Check it out. I know. I'm thinking, I think we went like on the way to Portland last summer. That's mm. like why it's stuck in my mm. head. A fond memory. I go to Burger we go to Burger King because they have the Impossible Whopper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which we have discussed. Which we have discussed. Yeah. I will say it's just a bummer when you get cold fries, you know, when they're not fresh. I got some McDonald's fries the other day, and they were cold, but I put them in the air fryer, Ooh. and it was awesome. Nice. I know. Yeah. How do you feel about um, reheating fries? I mean- I mean, it's a real fraught game if you don't have an is. air fryer, I guess. Because microwave, I don't think, helps the texture, but air frying no, does. You can't. 
You cannot microwave a French fry. Absolutely what about not. Oven? Yeah. And like the oven, I think could, oven could work. Yeah. Oven is maybe doable. Yeah, I think so. It's not the same. It's never quite the same. It's true. Never the same as like fresh out the fryer. Yeah. Mm, damn. Sounds so good. Okay. So let's uh let's talk about some uh fun facts about fries. Well, I wanted to do a whole history of the fry, but then I was like, this is this too much. There's too many theories. Apparently, maybe um, they're not even French. And uh, maybe they're not even yeah, French. Yeah, because there's like theories that maybe. I thought it was definite. Well, where do you think they're from? America, the United States of America. No, I guess it's Belgium. Oh, Belgium. they love their frites. frites. They love their little frites. Oh, um, frites. Dip them in mayonnaise. Apparently. Uh, let me find this. Mm, oh, this isn't this isn't what I want. Fries. Have y'all been to Browers in Fremont? What's that? It's like the Belgian beer bar <gasps> no. next to Theo. Oh yeah, it's fun. I, I mean, I haven't been there in forever and ever, but um, but you can order fries there, and then they have like a bunch of different fun sauces you can choose from. Mm. Yeah, I'm into that. Go there tomorrow. Heck yeah. Common lore claims that the original fry was born in Namur in Belgium, uh, where the locals were particularly fond of N-A-M-U-R. And the locals were particularly fond of fried fish. And the river Meuse froze over one cold winter in 1680. And so they fried potatoes instead of small fish. And the fry was born. And you know what? I like that. I like that theory. I'm going with it. 1680 Belgium. Why not? I feel like it's highly possible that people from different cultures were like, let me fry these potatoes. I think so too. Maybe not in like the stick form, you know what I mean? Like people people have been frying potatoes for. for Like they're fucking fried potatoes, yeah. Uh, Speaking of like, you know, them calling being. (laughs) The original food. The the OF, (laughs) original food. Not only fans, original food. Um, I read. Uh, a funny thing about, so speaking of French fries, um, Belgium is seeking uh, cultural heritage status for fries. So they were like, they're so upset about it that um, they have petitioned to, is it UNESCO? Am I saying that right? I've never said that out loud. I think, I Un- think my brain, UNESCO. UNESCO. Okay. Yeah. And they want to claim fries yeah, and mayo. United. Oh, right, right. UNESCO, my bad. Um claim fries and mayo as their own food which i think is funny but hey fucking claim it if it's yours um claim that shit i okay so i remember seeing this on a menu once have you all seen this um so congress tried and failed to rename french fries freedom fries in 2003 yeah y'all remember remember this wow yeah what a time yeah so when they were really mad about France not joining the Iraq war or yes, something like yes, that? Yes, Brian, exactly. When France opposed um, the U.S.'s plan to invade Iraq, Republicans in Congress tried to take the French out of the fries. Um, Bob They're Ney. Literal babies. Yeah, little babies. They changed the title of the menu option in congressional cafeterias to the very patriotic Freedom Fries. And I remember seeing this in Missouri around that time. And I remember kind of like chuckling. But I think it was like an old menu. So I think it's something that had been there a while. Um that's just silly, but uh, you know, it did not. Uh, it quickly fell out of favor, and in the Congress cafeterias, um, French fries went back on the menu in two thousand six. So it only lasted three years. 
only lasted three Freaking nerds. years. Just like fight different battles. Like stop coming after stupid shit. Or just don't fight any battles and shut the fuck up and go <laughs> That too. That too. Yeah, the whole Iraq war business. Yeah, not great. Um, apparently, the average American eats almost 30 pounds of fries a year. Sounds <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe I'd eat more than that. I eat more too, especially <laughs> when I go out. I'm always getting fries, you know? Yeah. Um, hmm, hmm, what else we got? Thank God they're vegetarian. Yes, most of What's the time. What's your... Right? What- yeah, most of the time. Kid Valley used to not be, but now they are. What's your favorite? What's your favorite yeah, dip? No, that, I think no. McDonald's used to not be right. What's my favorite yeah. dip? Yeah, fry dip. That's such a great question. It's hard. Um, yeah, maybe like an aioli. Yes, yeah. same. Maybe like an aioli. An aioli. Yeah, ketchup doesn't do it for me anymore. It's like too sweet. Yeah, I, like ketchup is fine. Yeah, ketchup is. I'll great. take it in like a pinch. I use barbecue sauce a lot. Mm, classic. Oh, wow. I never use barbecue sauce for anything. Also, hummus. Mm, no. Too dry. Weird. Fries and hummus. We just shit Actually, you know what, yep, though? Yum. There used to be like a there used to be like a falafel truck that was um, near my work, and they had, um, you could get like a fry yeah. with you get hummus fries option. With your like thing, Greek fries yeah. with like feta and stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Garlic, yum, yum. tons yum. of garlic. Yeah, yum, yum, I love yum, garlic. Yum. Not great for like the rest of your work day, no. but they Speaking are good. to people. Just garlic bomb. Mm. Yep. Well, if you're wearing a mask too, oh, oh my gosh, god, you're just, oh my god. You're just reliving it's just it. All, it's it's all you do. Every breath you take. <laughs> uh, McDonald's has this um, buffalo sauce that I am quite fond of for nuggies and fries. Um, it mm. very much is similar to you know how like when you're making if you were to make wings. You're supposed to mix like Frank's yep. with like butter. It's very much like that. Ooh, is that where what it's like it is? thick and creamy? Never like thought about what buffalo is. Okay. Mm. Well, and I don't know what like yeah, I don't even know what goes into buffalo sauce. Like what what gives it that really distinct flavor? But maybe that's something I can look up later. But damn, it's good. I I love. I like crave whatever that specific flavor is all the time. So good. Recommend. Try it next time you go to McDougal's. Um. <laughs> Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, fries were first written about in Dickens' novels. Oh, nice. Um, wow. In this article, they call him something of a 17th century foodie. And he wrote about dozens of breakfast foods, dinner plates, and pints of beer, and included an allusion to French fries in his 1859 novel, A Tale of Two Cities, which I did read. I don't remember this. Um, but... I wish, let's see, they said uh, husky chips of potato fried with some reluctant drops of oil. But I'm like, that sounds, well, I guess chips is how they like, called it. So yeah. it wasn't but like, Yeah. Wedges, yeah. chips, could be anything really. True. Any shape. But damn, I like how he said that. Reluctant. JoJo's. Oh yeah, you love JoJo's. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. I'm so hungry. Right I know, now. sorry, this is rough. Um. Mm-mm-mm. Apparently, um, to, according to a study published in the Journal of Nutrition, don't have a year, but uh, fried potatoes are the most frequently consumed veggies for children ages two to four. I'm kind of guessing American, but it doesn't say that, so maybe it is worldwide. I don't know. I didn't look into 
into it. Um, but, you know, on that note, because, you know, the first thing you think is, um, is that nutritious? Well, apparently, French fries are more nutritious than you'd think um, because they're made from potatoes. Duh. They have vitamin B6, vitamin C, magnesium, and iron, which made me feel good to read. I mean, doesn't mean it's healthy. No, no, no. But, you know, it's not um, like nutritional. It has nothing. vitamins. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It has the same nutrients as eating some potato. Eating a raw potato. Mm, a raw potato might be better. Yeah, because it's not like nothing's cooked out. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I always wonder about that when I'm like cooking veggies. I'm like, am I just like yeah. burning out all the goodness or is that a myth? I don't know. I don't think, I don't think you totally Depends are, on the thing. Sometimes yeah. it's better, right? Oh, like what? Sometimes. Like you release the things. I don't know, but I think sometimes it is better. Okay. I believe it. Yeah. I believe you. Fair. Yeah, we believe you. Um, do, 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 do. This is pretty cool. There's uh, apparently French fry vending machines. Um, That's cool. And this yeah. one debuted a certain one. I think maybe the first French fry one debuted in 1982 in Australia and was called Mr. French Fry. And it could cook nice. and dispense French fries in under a minute, which is like very impressive. Um, and apparently these vending machines exist in China, Belgium, Israel, Slovakia, and the Netherlands. But have yet to come to the U.S., which I'm like, that's surprising. That seems like something right up our alley. Right? <laughs> Other countries are kind of better at vending machines than us, though. Mm, that's true. Like, uh, doesn't Japan have a bunch of dope-ass uh, vending machines? I've never been. Lots of vending machines. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Although, you know, they again, they just have to be hot they gotta be hot they gotta be hot hot um and yeah i'm sure you can make a vending machine make hot fries yeah hot yeah i mean hot. oh my gosh that reminds me of like do you remember okay i don't know if this was everywhere but whenever i used to go to the pool mm -hmm. like i think rainier beach had a pool with these vending machines and they had like instead of just candy bars they had like sandwiches and milk and stuff like that mm-hmm and I remember being like, wow, like what an upgrade. I can get like an actual snack here. Nice. Milk. Yeah, that is cool. Love a milk you know, That was when pool. I was in like middle school at like summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. That is neat. It was like a pool specific thing. Yeah. Interesting. Pool milk. My first job, I mean, I guess other than like babysitting was working at a pool concession stand. So that would have like taken my job. Wow. <laughs> That's upsetting. I wouldn't yeah. have had a high school job. Taken over by robots, ah. yep. There's nothing like, I mean, we had nachos, you know. How would a vending machine do nachos? Same thing as fries. We, we don't have it here. Not in the U.S. And, like, we had White Castle burgers, yeah. too, like the frozen ones. Which they could, I think a vending wow. machine could do that better. Because if it can heat stuff, that mm -hmm. shit was good. But can a vending machine... Wow. I didn't have a... Go ahead. I was going to say, I didn't go to White Castle until I was sophomore year of high school, uh, college. It's a big deal. Yeah. I was like, wow, I've heard of I've heard of this place. Yeah, I feel like there's not that many locations, at least where I grew up. It was like very rare that I had. It was very novelty. Yeah, they definitely don't have them here. No. 
but that's okay. Yeah. There's plenty of. Oh well. Yeah, it's there's really plenty okay. Of burgers. <laughs> I mean, White Castle's it's are totally good, though, fine. Gotta say, with the onion, damn, damn, damn. Yeah, yeah, that onion. Well, that concludes my information on my fun facts on the fast food series continuation of French Friday. Great. Happy French happy Friday, French everybody. Friday, everyone. Hope you celebrate today. Yeah, happy French Friday, FFD. Aaron, do you have a, do you have a closing question that you want to <laughs> ask? Yes. Um, where are your favorite French fries from? A lot of Fs going on. How about you, Brian? What's your uh, <laughs> question? I guess my closing question is, did we talk about the woman who fell into the toilet before? Yes or no? Damn. Do you do you remember <laughs> us talking about that already? Um, my closing question is, um, how much would you spend on space cockroach? Not even space cockroach. How much would you spend on cockroaches that ate moon dust? And how much? How many accessories would you? What kind of accessories would you expect with this package? Definitely little outfits to dress like. <laughs> Oh my god, like those McNugget toys? Yeah. Exactly like those. Wow. Love yes. it. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Well, if you'd like to answer those questions or share with us anything else that you were thinking about while we were talking, you can send an email to while you were talking pod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at while you were talking pod or you can send us a voice message through Anchor FM, and there's a link to do that in the episode description. As always, we thank Rob Henson for our theme music, and we thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later. And now, over to Sabrina for today's hot take. Um, New York-style cheesecake is the worst dessert on every restaurant dessert menu. <laughs>